Hello, friends, brilliantistas, and people. We are just getting to know each other. Um, welcome, welcome. My name is Sherry Custer, and on this Brilliantista podcast today, this is something I have not ever done, which is I'm recording this podcast because I just feel it on my heart that this is something I'm supposed to be doing. I have been asking myself for the last week, literally, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? As I have also been navigating this whole experience of a pandemic of whatever magnitude you might feel that it is, but also just watching and observing and paying attention to myself as well as others around me. Uh, I am staying off of the news, so I will just preface this podcast with that. And a lot of things have come to me that I feel I'm supposed to share. And so that is what I do through this platform is I do have an opportunity to share some of the things that um, are coming to me as well as the things that I am using that are helping me to move through this. So that's what this podcast episode is all about. And I hope that you find it valuable. And if you do, of course, we always hope you come back um, for more as well as checking out our other episodes as well. So let's go ahead and dive in. You're listening to the Brilliant Teacher Podcast, connecting you to a community of brilliant women who open up to share their insights, tips, and strategies, helping you to elevate your brilliance, lifestyle, and business. We believe when brilliant women come together, anything is possible. I'm your host, Sherry Custer, a stay-at-home mom who built a seven-figure business with zero experience, but the willingness to figure it out. All right, friends, thank you so much for sticking around and really being a part of this with me. Because first off, I want to say I truly believe we are all connected. And which is why one of the most important reasons why doing this podcast is something that I feel I have to do. It's not an option. It is a have to do. And that is to make sure that what I am feeling and what I am uh, putting out to the universe is possibly something that you want to vibrate as well. So I I do believe in energy. I do believe in the vibration of energy. And I do believe that we do have the power. And so starting off with, let me just give you a real quick, what am I currently dealing with? And what are some of the things and the challenges that are showing up in my life? So I do have a son who is 34 years old, who is in the medical world. First off, he's he's been in the ER. He is uh, spending every single day. He only had to take one day off just to kind of observe and pay attention to what was happening in his body, but he doesn't have that choice to not be working. He works at a hospital, um, which is considered a geriatric hospital. So a lot of older people coming in and as well as families just in concern and so forth. He has pretty much seen it all, but this is his job. This is a thing that he has experienced his whole career, starting off as an EMS and an EMT, and then now uh, working in management and helping others to really work through a lot of this. Uh, one of the divisions that he is in charge of is housekeeping, which means his responsibility is making sure that the staff and the hospital are meeting every single requirement necessary to ensure the safety of everybody, which includes him. And as his mom, I, I am proud of him. I admire him, but I also appreciate the fact that he not only brings the value that he brings to other people, but he's also trying to keep light and keep a, a, a great sense of humor about it, which I think is something that all the medical practitioners really are really good at because it's kind of where they're at on a day in and day out basis. So we do have a lot to learn from them. Um, as his mom, 
there has been brief moments where I, you know, I worry, but then I pull back into some of these things that I'm going to share with you today on this episode. So that's where I'm at with him. And then I have my youngest son who is 20 years old, who decided to uh, take advantage of an opportunity to spend some time with friends and uh, took a trip up to Breckenridge which I think day two into that trip, they found out that pretty much they were quarantined and a big broadcast went out as this, as everything shut down, that there had been many outbreaks and that there was some concern. And we even received notice through our community that if we had anybody traveling uh, back from any one of these counties, that these people must be quarantined. So he and his friends have chosen to stay up there and to monitor themselves and to help one another and to really work through all of that. So he's out of out of reach for me. And even though I have adult children, it doesn't matter what age your kids are, you always have the same choice. And it is to worry or to feel a sense of empowerment or a belief. And I'm, I'm there with all of those emotions and all of those feelings. So I just wanted to share that with you. I'm, I'm battling right now with a doggy who has um, a heart disease. And every moment I'm in panic with her just um, from a respiratory thing, which has nothing to do with this coronavirus or anything. But I'm already aware of the fact that I could live in fear of her dying at any moment, or I could switch that around too as well. Um, And in addition to some of those things, it's just a matter of, you know, myself personally, I have my own fears that I'm working through on a lot of different levels. And so I've just taken this time, this opportunity, this moment of which the world kind of says pause and really chose to do some things that I just feel it is so important that I share with you. Okay. So that's where I'm at right now. And one of the very, very, very first things that, that I had to do by the way, I will share a couple of magical things, which will hopefully help you to believe in all things are possible. So going back, one of the things that I know to be true in every single thing I have ever experienced in my life of really getting in control of the things that I have control over as well, which includes my mind, my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, right? is that we need to ask. We need to ask for what it is that we are desiring. So instead of feeling a sense of panic or feeling a sense of lack or um, of great immense fear, what is it that you really, really want? And even if the ask is to feel calm and to feel centered, that's all you need to ask for. And the next step is just to be present in accepting of that. I'm not going to go through a full line of information here on how I meditate, what I do, but I will say I do do all of those things. I do take moments and I do pause, whether it's outside of a grocery store, sitting in my car, almost visualizing how I want to want this experience to be when I go inside and, and asking myself, like, why are you showing yourself that this is going to be a, you know, a crazy scenario. Why can't you see it as something different? And so I asked myself at that moment, okay, we'll see it something different. What should I focus on? What should I think about? How should I move through this whole process? So asking for what you truly want, asking for the healing, asking for the belief that this passes quickly, asking for the the knowingness, the knowingness, remember, right? It's like, it's one thing to ask for something, but it's to, to believe that it in fact will happen. Um, But ask for the knowingness that your wishes and your desires are truly going to be fulfilled. So asking for what you want. 
And to that note, I will just say the belief in knowing that something is in fact going to happen sometimes requires us to kind of go back and look at the past of our lives and see what has already happened in our lives that because we asked for it, it showed up. And I'll give you this little story real quick, um, kind of unrelated, but related all at the same time. Just, Just a few days ago, I decided to jump in my car and run to the grocery store after having an Instacart order delivered to my house. I'm one of those people who've had groceries delivered to my house now for several years. And I love it. And when I went to go place another order, I realized, oh, wait, they're not going to be able to deliver for days, which, you know, I understand. So I got in my car to go to the store. And when I walked in, I realized it was it was it was a, a little crazy, but I had that in my thoughts. I had that in my mind. I believed that that's exactly what was going to happen um, because I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to go to the store. It's going to be crazy." I keep hearing all these things that everybody says, and guess what? That's exactly what happened. I had you know a person very uh, upset um, when I just asked if you had chicken livers, where might they be? And he just started screaming, "We have nothing. We have nothing. It's all gone. It's all gone." I was like, "Okay, it's okay. It's all right." I was actually there to buy meat for my dog because I. Had have to create a diet. Um, I actually create home meals. But anyway, side note. Um, so then I went back in my car. I was like, oh my gosh, forget it. I'm not going anywhere. That was crazy. That was insane. And I just realized I'm creating that thought. Nobody else is creating that thought. I created that thought in my head that everywhere is going to be crazy. And that even that crazy thought of me going into that store. So I sat in my car and I asked, I asked, to have kind of a a message of belief, you know, something that I could believe in, something that I could move forward. I I said, if I am supposed to continue this journey of this quest for the things in which I need, show me, show me the peacefulness, show me the calmness, show me the availability for the things that I actually do need. Which by the way, even stepping into that grocery store with a meat department completely cleared out, there were only two things that I needed. One was chicken livers and the other were chicken thighs. And guess what? Right there in one of the refrigerated sections were four packs of chicken thighs. I didn't take all four. I just took what I needed and left the rest for somebody else. But that was just one little thought. So I decided to hop in my car, keep on going because the winds began to calm. And I thought, okay, something's happening here. I drove down to Costco, 5.30 on a Friday in the height of this panic attack. But I believe that if I pulled in there, that if there was going to be space, if it was going to be calm, then I was supposed to keep moving forward. As I pulled up, there were all these parking spaces. It was almost as if like, did Costco run out of everything and everybody has left? And I thought, oh, well, maybe they have, but I'll go inside and see what's left. So I go in and there's a cart waiting for me. It was like, all the carts are gone, but there's a few carts still there. And I was like, oh, I'll just grab a cart. I said, obviously there's people here, but I don't know where they're at because the parking lot is not full. I go inside. I go down this one side of the store that I always go down, very quiet. Nobody's really there. I come around to the produce section and the and the one thing that I said, if they have, and you guys are going to laugh, was cucumbers. I was like, I really would like to have some cucumbers. I know it's asking a whole lot because produce is so out of everything. And three stores, by the way, from Instacart, all were not able to get me cucumbers. I come around the corner and I say, if I'm supposed to be here, there will be cucumbers. And as I walk around right there on a corner, not even where they're normally at, is the pallet of three packs 
English cucumbers are right there. And I was like, okay, all right. So there's my cucumbers. All right. I'll go ahead and grab two packages of cucumbers. This is great. And then I thought, oh, what else is on my list? And I look at my list and I thought, okay, tomatoes. Um, Oops. Right next to the the cucumbers are tomatoes. Grab those tomatoes. Then I moved on and I thought, okay, it's my birthday in a few days. I love strawberries. If it is meant to be, there will be strawberries when I turn the corner. And sure enough, right there in front of me were the strawberries. I'm not going to keep going, but you get the idea. And I'm not telling you this to say that only those three things existed. Every single thing that was on my list was in that store. Even to the point of, as I was almost ready to exit the store, this woman says, if anybody wants uh, toilet paper, line up over here. I was like third in line to go get toilet paper. But the reality was, is there still wasn't that many people in the store. I didn't see them. Let me just say that. I just didn't see them. I was getting ready to go in line and my daughter calls and she says, mom, are you still at Costco? Can you go back and see if they have X, Y, Z? And I was like, Chandler, honey, I'm already here. And I thought, okay, I will. No worries. I'm already here. No big deal. It's going to be easy. I turn around and it's as if everybody was standing behind me and not in front of me. There were dozens and dozens and dozens of people standing right behind me. And it felt so odd and so eerie. And I thought, wow, my reality was that I created something that allowed me to feel as if things were calm and peaceful, just as I asked for. So I hope you take that, that one thing and just say, next time I will pause and I will ask for what it is that I want and then believe that it is possible and be grateful for the fact that it is exactly as you want it to be because boy, am I grateful. Now, the next thing, I've experienced something that um, was called dry needling. And this dry needling technique is all about putting acupuncture needles into a muscle, and which is sore, a part of the body which is sore, to help release the muscles. It's like a massage to the 10th degree. So these dry needles go into the muscle and the muscle gets really, really pissed off. And you're asking, what does this have to do with how do I change and feel better Wait, I will tell you. So these dry needles, they go into this muscle. And when I've had this done, the person putting these needles in has been my chiropractor. So my chiropractor sits there and puts these needles in. And then she begins to flick the needles so that she makes sure that they're really irritated. And when she does, those needles, they start vibrating like they are shaking crazy. But what happens is they start to calm, the needles start to calm down. And guess what she does then? She flicks them again to irritate the muscle even more. But what the muscle is doing, and this is the point that I want to express, what the muscle is doing, it's squeezing onto that needle so hard and it is trying to push that needle back out. It wants that needle to get the heck out of it. And what ultimately happens is as the needle stays in, the muscle eventually lets go and relaxes. So what I visualize is I visualize we are the muscle and the virus or anything troubling that comes into our lives is the needle. It's come in to piss us off, (laughs) to irritate us in every possible way it possibly can. And in the process, we have a choice and, and we do initially, we might clamp down really, really hard trying to push that thing out. But eventually we cannot do it forever. We cannot hold on tight, 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 tight forever. It will exhaust us. We eventually have to let 
go. And we eventually have to relax and ease in to what is actually happening. And it is where then we have an opportunity to allow another idea besides this panic, scrunching down, hard squeezing to go to the next level and the next layer of now what can we do? Now what can happen? Now with my chiropractor and the dry needling, eventually once she realizes that this muscle is no longer in fight of this needle, it takes it out and it removes it and it's gone. And that is almost exactly what happens when we do the exact same thing ourselves. So one of the things that I know to be true because of that experience and so many experiences where that same exact principle has been applied to my conscious mind is that if I relax and you know, first notice the tension and then work to relax the tension by changing the belief of what that tension's that tension's intention is. Ha ha ha, that's fun. My body and my mind begins to see something different. And so the other thing I know is even though all of this is happening around us, even though it's happening not just within our own space, in our own home, um, in our own communities, in our own country, and it's happening all around the world, I know that eventually it will relax. We all will relax. I'm starting to see it in other countries. I'm just starting to read some things that are showing up through Facebook and through other forms of the media, through my family and friends who keep showing me things. And I'm that person who I have to find the reliable sources, but then I go, who are the reliable sources other than the direct people in which these things are actually happening to? But I do know of people personally who have been sick, who got the virus and are actually doing okay now. So that for one tells me it's not a death sentence. It's calming down and things are getting better. So that's another belief that I have. So hold on to that if that resonates with you. During this time in which we have been given an opportunity to really face some of our fears with this pandemic is maybe this is an opportunity for you, as it has been for me, to address some of the other fears in my life. I so far have yet to ever meet anybody who lives completely a fearless life. It's kind of like one and done, been there, done that, and I've moved on. I think things keep showing up in our lives and we have to keep addressing those things um, as they come. What I believe is, I believe that it is all part of the cycles of, of how we are here on this planet, how we move through life, how we become um, an even better and better and better human being, a person, the value which we give to the world is through those experiences. And this experience has given me an opportunity to say, Sherry, there are a couple of other things in your life that you have been holding back on because of fear. And you know what? what if, like, what if this is it? Like, what if this is the last chance? What if this is the last day? What if this is the last moment? It's time to step through that and do the thing you said you were going to do. So maybe that's what this is, which by the way, these are all the things that that are the silver linings. What can we get out of this that we can say, this is the greatness in it all? Because that really is a big part of what every thought that I have coming into my head is when the bad, you know what, I'll just say it, when the bad shit is happening, what can I take from this? 
What is a great lesson that I can learn? What is a little lesson that I can learn? What is a different outlook or a perspective that I can bring to the situation that that helps me? Because it all ultimately is this. We can't beat it into somebody else. I can't beat it into you to change your thoughts and change your feelings. The only thing I can do is do it for myself, share what it is that I know, and hopefully through that, you have some desire to do something for yourself. So maybe the silver lining in all of this is an opportunity for you to address some of the other fears in your life and and bring some reality and rationality to all of those and help you to see if this can kind of propel you into a, into a higher place. Another one of the things that I want to share with you, which is really helping me to see this in a much better light is the real opportunity to give and receive. And as I was given that opportunity to get toilet paper that I at the moment didn't need, and I'd already prepped myself saying, you know, if we don't have toilet paper, we'll still be fine. There are other things that we can do and it'll all be good. But this opportunity to give and receive is is not a new thing to me. So I will preface that this isn't like, oh, this huge epiphany that just came over me. This is part of my joy in life. Um, There's a saying that I give it all away and I don't because no matter how much I give, um, I, I just feel great. So I don't know what that really means to give it all away because it just keeps coming back. But this opportunity to give and receive and back to the toilet paper is I immediately thought to myself, does anybody need any toilet paper? And I've told every, everybody that I've talked to, hey, by any chance, if you need any toilet paper, you let me know because we have some. I feel as if it was a gift that was given to me. And I believe that things are coming through us. So what is given to me is designed to be moved um, as energy does moved along its path. So just sharing that with you, not that this is a conversation about toilet paper, but finding ways to give. That's one of the things that I do. What can I do? And I have something I do want to share with you at the end, which is something that I cannot not do. And it is probably the reason I'm on this podcast right now. It's probably the reason I have built um, the two companies that I have built and had no idea that this is why I built them. And I'm going to share that with you at the end and know this is not a ploy to get you to listen all the way to the end because listen, I'm smart. You're smart. We can always fast forward and get to the end but I want to share it with you at the end of this podcast, just because there's more that I want to share with you before we get there. Okay. So the other thing that has really helped me is really focusing on reality and not abandoning reality, not abandoning what's right in front of me, what I know to be true, using logic. And one of the things that I know that keeps coming back, a thought that keeps coming back is, I don't know of a time where massive tragedy, devastation, anything did not bring about some form of positive change. Even 9-11, whether that is with a small scenario that might have happened in my personal life, which by the way, I am not without massive, and I mean massive, challenges and obstacles in my life. So I've not been given some free card to bypass jail and go directly to go or whatever, any of those types of things. I have dealt with things in my life, but I do know that every single one of those moments um, and every single one of those things is in fact been 
something that helped us to elevate. My whole entire company, Brilliantista, is really about elevating our brilliance. So that's who we are, our lifestyle, how we live, and our businesses, which is what we bring to the world in offering and exchange, right? This is what these moments do. Not every single thing of elevation has to come from a place of tragedy or or trauma or pain or heartache or any of those things. We can elevate through positivity, which by the way, is usually how it happens because if we can't see the light through the darkness, um, it's hard to elevate. So, but it's staying in reality and not escaping it. Don't abandon the conscious mind of being real and logical and doing the things that we're asked to do. This really comes down to how do we minimize the spread? And the spread really does. It's like, well, if we stop all, you know, rubbing elbows with each other, it does become a possibility to minimize it. Also using our minds and our logic and doing what we might have a gift for. If you have a science mind, a medical mind, or even you're just making some better decisions in your own life, this is what we can't do. We can't abandon our logic and reality. Another thing that I am doing that I will never, ever, ever stop expressing over and over and over again is what we put into the holes in our body really do affect us. So what goes into our, our what we listen to, what we watch, and what we feed ourselves are so important. Our pores, the pores in our bodies are receptors of things. You know, what's the energy we're putting around ourselves? So let's just talk about eating really fast. I got a book for Christmas, kind of sort of accidentally, probably not, more universally divine, a book called Love Real Food. And it actually came from a blogger that I have been following. So a shout out to uh, cookieandkate.com. So cookie, um, just like the cookie, and and then kate, K-A-T-E.com. She's fabulous. I have been pulling recipes off of her blog for some time. And this this year when I went to go buy a cookbook for my father-in-law who has been battling cancer, this was a book that I wanted to give him, but it didn't arrive in time. So we ended up getting him something else. And then my daughter decided that I should get that book in the book incredible recipes that had me drooling and thinking of something that I never would have ever have thought I would ever do, which is stop eating meat. And I'm not telling you to stop eating meat. That's not what I'm telling you. I fully believe that every single one of us has to pay attention to our bodies and what's showing up for us and honor those things. I don't create limitations on myself. I allow flow to happen. But in that process, I have also, prior to even getting this book, I've learned a lot. So I'm staying open to learning. I'm staying open to paying attention to myself, but I'm feeding my body and I'm making sure that I'm putting all the right things in that help and boost the the one thing that we all need right now, which is an incredible immune system. In addition to that, yes, I am adding in the added benefits of supplements. I can rattle off a whole list of everything that I'm taking. I obviously wouldn't take it if I didn't think I should be taking it. I don't take it just to spend money. I don't take it because I haven't done some research into it, but I take the things that I need to take because my body seems to crave it. And guess what? When my body doesn't seem to crave it, guess what I do? I don't take it. I am taking uh, several products from a company called Amari. I will drop links in the show notes on our website at brilliantista.com. I'm drinking beverages that I know help me. There's a full list of things that I am taking. I, I truly believe in great quality omegas. So again, I will make sure that all that information is in the show notes over at brilliantista.com on our website. 
I'm also making sure that I'm taking some products that help with my microbiome. You guys are like, what the heck is my microbiome? The thing that literally runs, whether or not you run or don't run. And I don't mean the physical sense of running down the street. I mean that your body, in fact, is working properly or not. And so I'm making sure that I'm feeding that. And we do that through multiple ways. We do that through putting in right biotics, so probiotics, prebiotics, and those types of things. But you got to know what those things are. It's not just oh, I take probiotics. What are the probiotics you're taking? So you have to think of it as you're giving the bugs of your body nutrients. Well, which bugs are you feeding? Because each one of those bugs does something different. So if you just think of like, I'll just use a hundred, there's a hundred different bugs in your body, which by the way, no, there is not a lot more than that. But if there's a hundred, but each one does something different, you got to know which one you're feeding and which ones you're starving. And so that's something I make sure I do. And I'll make sure I put all the information in the show notes with links and all that other fun stuff. So, okay. Another thing that I am doing is I'm getting sleep. And I can't say enough about this. I had a, a couple of nights where I was like, Sherry, you need to go to sleep because you know that it's one of the most important things for your immune system. And if you don't get to sleep, you could potentially get sick, which then I was like, okay, stop that horrible thought, which that showing up late at night is never a good thing. It's really hard to get out of that. So I had to do the one thing that I know, and I just shared with you is I had to ease myself into letting that thought go and change the belief that says, I'm going to get all the sleep I need. I am just fine. And then I said, but you also have some things that actually help with sleep. So go and take those things and that'll help as well. So I'll also link those in the podcast notes. The other thing is, is friends. Oh, oh my gosh. I can't tell you. I am a girl who believes in the power of laughter all day long. If I have been in some of the worst scenarios, if I can, you know, pick up the phone and call a friend or go see a friend or whatever, or turn on television, friends or whatever show I want to watch, that'll make me laugh. That is my go-to. There's definitely been a plucking, and I'm going to call it a plucking, a grooming, a a weed pulling, a harvest um, clear out of the people in my life that they're negative and complaining and things like that. They're probably not going to do a whole lot in my benefit. And if I can't help them in turning some of their thoughts around um, with just you know a few ideas, I already know that that's something that's just going to pull me down and and that's not where I need to be. And I also know that there are other ways that I can help and serve those people, which is another one of the reasons why I have this podcast. And if you're one of those people who has a hard time seeing the bright lights and you're having a hard time seeing the positivity, just do one step and allow yourself to say, well, let's see, I'll just see what happens. Maybe, maybe I will like for, you know, a half a day and I'll just try to allow some of that stuff to come in and believe in something. Okay. So maybe we can have that deal with each other, but I'm really, really encouraging you to laugh and to find the people around you that lift you up and maybe don't really want to talk about all of this. Okay. That's one of those things. Now, Coming down to kind of the last thing in all of this is I know that not everybody has great friends. Not everybody has everything that they need in order to be able to move forward with all of this, with the positivity and the great ideas and the great thoughts. And I also know that not every one of us is dealing with the exact same thing. Some of us have big stuff to work through. And I have been told this for the last, let's see, eight 
years, I think. So if I track back 2020, 12, yeah, 2012, that I should be a coach. And I have pushed this off and I have said, no, 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 no. What I am is a great friend. I am a great friend and I'm a great friend to myself. I'm a great friend to the people around me and I'm a great friend to those that I meet. And so here with all of that being said is I am a great coach, but what a coach really is, is somebody who believes in the people that are in front of them and really helps them to navigate through the things that life shows up for them. And I learn and I grow from every single person I meet, whether they're somebody that are close to me um, or somebody I just literally meet in passing as I walk up or down stairs at an event, by the way, which that just happened at the Oprah event. And I'm looking forward to introducing you to a girl that I just met named Lola. And as she listens to this podcast, she's going to go, oh my gosh, she said something about me. But Lola is all about really helping to bring awareness to mental health, mental wellness, and really how that all affects us. But the reality is, is I learn from everybody. So maybe you're needing a great friend. Maybe you're needing what I refer to as a bestie, which by the way, we have an entire movement towards what I call brilliantist to besties, which women are coming together and supporting one another. We're still in the workings of how that is all looking because I know I have the vision. I know it's all going to work itself out, but it's a matter of how, which I'm not worried about. I see as that keeps coming every day. But what I know in my heart of hearts of hearts is the fact that I am to give you my time. I am to give you an opportunity to talk and to share or to be uplifted in some way, shape or form. And so because of that, I want to make sure you have access to me. And I mean live access. Obviously, I'm only me. I'm only one person. I can't and I will never be able to give my time individually to every single person on the planet. But right now, I want to be there. I want to be there for you. I want to learn from you. I want to help you. I want to get to know you. And so if you're needing and you want to connect and you want to evolve, if you want to elevate where you're at in this particular situation over the next month, I am making myself available at no charge. I give it away. This is giving away. This is the thing that I know I have a gift for. This is the thing that I know God, universe, um, what I refer to as the collective divine has given to me. It's this gift and I don't hold it hostage. I am a bridge builder. I am not a gatekeeper. And so if you want let's talk. It's simple. It's easy. You can literally go over to brilliantista.com. You can also go over to sherrycuster.com. And I'm going to put a link right there on the front page where it is, let's chat. So there's going to be a let's chat button and it'll take you straight to my scheduler and we can schedule a time. And if you're needing support and you're needing some love, I want to be there to give it to you. And by the way, maybe through this opportunity, you will have some value, something to offer, something to share with our community. And I look at that as a win-win all the way around. We want to make sure we're spreading the message of elevation so we can all help to lift one another so we can be badasses, so we can do the things that we are designed to do, which I refer to, by the way, simple as enough as a brilliantista. So 
With all of that being said, I thank you so much for the time that you have shared with me today. Whether you have listened to this on one speed, 1.25 speed, or one and a half speed, or two speed, or three speed, or whatever, trust me, I listen to almost everything I listen to, whether it's an audibles or podcast at at least one and a half speed, if not higher. But I hope that the message is clear. I hope that you have a much better outlook on where we are going, where you are going, where the world is going, and that you can feel uplifted and elevated through today as well as every day. So none of these lessons are applicable just for now. They're applicable for a lifetime. So thank you so much. And I look forward to meeting you, learning more about you. You can all always DM me. I am excited to meet you and I look forward to where we can go together. Bye for now, Brilliantistas. We will see you and hear from you real soon. Thanks for listening to the Brilliantista podcast. If you love the show and have a moment, please let us know by leaving a review or subscribe to the podcast. Truly, this would mean the world to me and my team. And remember, ladies, share this with your friends because that's what friends do. If you want to stay connected, go to Brilliantista.com and join our Facebook group. You can also find me on social media at Sherry Custer or Brilliantista on all platforms. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you to elevate your brilliance. Bye for now, Brilliantista. We'll be back next week.